You telling me you falling out of love for me. Man, I can't get that future song on my head. But what's up, everybody? You know, it's my turn to give you the best upcoming football podcast out here, you heard? And um, I'm going to stick to the whole podcast thing because I can't sing at all. But anyway, <laughs> let's get into it, man. Like I said last time, you know how we normally do the segments. We do the segments with the um, best teams of the week and stuff like that. But this time, we're going to do like a quick like 15-minute you know, breakdown of a team, man. Last time I did Atlanta Falcons, my beloved Atlanta Falcons, of course, got to start off with that. This time, we're going to go with my beloved Chicago Bears. That's my second favorite team. A um, little background about me, I'm from Atlanta, from Georgia, so that's why Atlanta Falcons are my favorite team. That's why Atlanta Falcons, Hawks, all of them are my first favorite teams. And then I always say my second favorite teams, no offense, but will be Chicago teams. So Chicago Bears, Bulls, Cubs, White Sox, whatever you want to say. That. I really, I don't really watch baseball like that, but yeah, that will always be my second favorite team. So talk about the Falcons, let's go ahead and get it to the Bears real quick. All right, so... The Bears, for the past couple seasons, like like I'm different. I'm gonna just um break down like the past couple seasons before they um had before that kind of lead into last season. Talk about last season and then talk about um their acquisitions, who they drafted, and basically give predictions of their upcoming season. Basically, so let's go ahead and get into like the Bears for the past what a couple years. Oh, it's it's not been a great sight to see at all. Um, so let's just let's go back to twenty eighteen. Um, let's go back to twenty eighteen. Um, the the nightmare, the night that curses us all. I mean, the Falcons we have the twenty eight to three. I talked about the la- I talked about that in the last podcast. The Bears they have twenty eighteen draft. They drafted um Mr. Bisky, traded up to get him instead of getting Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Even if they didn't get Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson was still on that board. Deshaun Watson just came from the national cha- winning the national championship. If you, they didn't pick Patrick Mahomes, that kind of make I mean, kind of makes sense. A little iffy. We we knew he had the um, arm talent. We knew he was great, but no one. I mean, not too many people expected him to be potentially the greatest quarterback of all time. And it's like five years of playing. But um, anyway, the Bears. Um, basically dropped the ball on that, and that basically rolled over for the past five years of Chicago Bears. Um, basically, the Bears, I mean, always forever has been a defensively-minded scheme or defensively-minded team, um, and that's basically what's led them to wins over, overall for the past couple of years. Um, so you got that. Um, they drafted Mitch Kibisky and picked up um, some – some key players on defense, Khalil Mack over the years, um, drafted Roquan Smith. Both of them are gone now. Um, Eddie Jackson and their defense have just been a, a great. I mean, it's led them to the playoffs that year, the double doink. And I'm I'm sorry, Bears fan. I'm sorry that I keep bringing up these terrible disasters of plays and moments, but I just got to bring it up because that's what. That's this. That's just history. But I mean, it's looking great now. It's looking promising now. Because because the Bears decided in 2021 to draft the Lord Savior Himself, Justin Fields. Man, um, me personally, um, for the past couple of years, or for the Bears franchise period, um, I've always been skeptical of us not having a black quarterback at all. 
Um, I didn't, never thought I would see the day that Chicago Bears would draft a black quarterback. And now that we drafted a black quarterback, it just, I don't know, man. It just feels amazing. Like, it's, it, it feels like it feels like um, seeing Miles Morales out there. Like, yeah, someone that looks like me out there playing ball and just playing to the best ability that he can. But anyway, Justin Fields, we, dra- they, well, we drafted him in 2021. And it's basically um, an upside. Like, we we drafted him after he had that um, a- absolutely just spectacular season that he had with um, Ohio State. And pretty much, I think he was a Heisman Trophy runner-up. I'm pretty Oh, yeah, definitely. Heisman, I don't think he won it. But, yeah, definitely a runner-up. Oh, yeah, Devontae Smith won it. Yeah, Devontae Smith won it. Okay, yeah, he, so he was a runner-up. But, um. Definitely, Justin Fields. They drafted him, and that definitely brought a, a upside to the Chicago Bears, which was definitely much needed. So drafted him. Um, didn't really play too well his um his what's it called rookie season. I mean, for the most part, you can't really blame him too much on that because, like I said, the Bears are so defensively schemed that their all offenses just look it just looked atrocious like. Basically, every single game that man was running for his life because the offensive line did not protect for him. I mean, it looked like they were, it looked like the offensive line just had had beef with him. Like, at this point, people talk about Joe Burrow and um, the mishaps or how he'd be getting demolished every single week by defensive line linemen, but nobody talking about how Justin Fields is literally out there airbending to get away from defenders his rookie year and even last year a little bit. But um, like, like I said, um, he's definitely gotten better with that because his rookie year, like I said, he was scrambling, trying to get um, better and stuff like that. But he's definitely developed his, definitely developed his sophomore season. Because his sophomore season, he realized that, okay, my offensive line is not the greatest. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to turn into Michael Vick football. We're going to turn into Michael Vick football, and we're going to scramble. If y'all, if I feel pressure, I'm scrambling. I'm looking down the field. I'm looking at my targets, but if I feel pressure, I'm scrambling, and I'm making and I'm making it happen. And it's crazy because, I mean, with him and David Montgomery and, I mean, yeah, with him and David Montgomery, they led the NFL in rushing yards. No, not, not, not about NFL rushing yards. They were the number one rushing offense last year. There we go. Got to um, make that correct. They were the number one rushing offense last year. And I'm just like, wow, that's crazy. Like, you look at the Falcons, they had um, all these all these um, studs on there. You had Tyler Algier, Cordell Patterson, even Marcus Mariota running. Um, you look at other teams with other duos. I mean, Derrick Henry um, basically just going demolishing people every single game. So I I look at other offenses, I'll be like, okay, that makes sense, that makes sense. It was like the Bears had the number one rushing offense. And then I look back, I mean, look at the tape. I mean, Justin Fields is literally scrambling for his life, like literally scrambling scrambling for his life, looking down the field, and it's just not working out. But as overall, I mean, the Bears just, uh, the Bears are just, I don't know. They were just trying to make it through last year. They, there were so many games that Chicago Bears should have won. So many games. They should have at least, at least won seven games, definitely. At least won seven. Dang, there were eight games. Because there were a couple of games, like the Washington Redskins. I don't know how they fumbled fumbled that game. Um, they just couldn't get down the field. 
or they got down the field but they couldn't score um, in the red zone, end up losing that game by, like, I think three points or something like that. But Chicago Bears overall just were just sloppy, um, had highlight plays, but just could not finish games. And they end up winning three games, going three and fourteen, yeah, three and fourteen overall. And somehow, I mean, not somehow, um, going into week seventeen or the last week, I think it's week yeah week eighteen now because there's seventeen games now played. But going into week eighteen, the Chicago Bears were looking to get the number one overall pick, but it didn't look too good because Houston already had it. And Houston was going against the Colts, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, going against the Colts. And they were they were losing the game. They were losing the game. And the Colts somehow um and Houston somehow came back and won that game. I'm pretty it was a it was a decently high a high scoring game too. But the Houston Texans end up fumbling the bag, but not fumbling the bag because this draft ended up being perfectly for them anyway, because there were so many just court um QB prospects that it ended up being in their favor anyway. But they end up losing the first one overall draft pick, went to second, and Chicago Bears got the number one overall draft pick. And there goes all the accu- or speculations and um, rumors of them trust, um, trading Justin Fields, seeing where he would go. Yeah, them tr- um, trading Justin Fields, seeing if, if they could get him to um, – for better or get him for um what's it called trade the first round draft pick and get Bryce Young. There we go. The Chicago Bears get Bryce Young, and I knew they were going to do that. I mean, they already drafted Justin Fields. He's only been there for two years, and he has so much um promise. But they ended up keeping him. But um, they didn't they not keep that first round draft pick. They ended up trading that first round draft pick to get DJ Moore. It was actually a really good trade. I looked at it. I'm just like, wow, the Bears ran away with the trade because the Bears got um, a couple of first-round draft picks or a couple of draft picks, I think four on overall in total, and they got DJ Moore and just like, wow, like the Bears ran away with it. But Panthers ended up making some trade moves, and it ended up being bo- both in both of their favor. So that ended up happening. And with the first or the first overall pick, of course, Bryce Young ended up going to the Carolina Panthers. And the Bears got DJ Moore. They got the wideout that they needed because, like I said, offensive line, um, not only did they need offensive line help, they definitely needed more receivers out there. They got they got Chase Claypool um, during, during the trade last year, which is great because he's a stud. He's de- he even though he talks a lot, <laughs> even though he talks a lot, a lot of stuff. Acting like he he say he's a top five receiver and stuff like that. I'm just okay, but even though he talks a lot of stuff, he's he's blazing fast. Ha- um, route running is amazing. So him and DJ Moore, DJ Moore is is not all talk. I mean, for real, it's not all talk. Like he he gets straight to it. Like he he's a workaholic for sure. He's been underrated for past couple of years because he's been playing for Carolina, a team that's not been um, up to par. But DJ Moore finally is going to go to the Bears playing with um, Justin Fields, having other wideouts um, like Pettis. The Bears re-signed Pettis during the offseason. 
And it's looking good, man. The Bears overall looking good. So let's go over to the acquisitions that they signed. So, like I said, DJ Moore. Um, they signed TJ Edwards. That's a lineman from the Eagles. Um, he's a he's a dog, man. He was great. Um, he was graded the top, or he was a top graded linebacker last year. With a eighty four point eight grade. Oh wow, that's actually pretty good. One hundred fifty nine tackles. Yeah. So Bears always find like studs or veterans, good veterans as um help their defense out because they saw him, Tremaine Edmonds. Um, he's been playing for the Bills for the past couple of years. Been solid. Um, really, really mobile for really um really quick for how big he is. To be honest, yeah, they signed him. Um, signed officer guard Nate Davis. Gave him give the Bears some offensive line help. Definitely need that. Um, resign um, Kari Blissom. Listen, Gami, yeah, Kari Blissom Gami, yeah. He's a he's a fullback. I don't know him from Madden. I'm be honest with you. That's the only that's the only way I know him. But yeah, he used to play for the Titans. Now signed with the Bears. Um, definitely could help with that running game. And that's pretty much it when it comes to like um signing. Oh, they did sign PJ Walker as well. Um, PJ Walker, he played. He played decently solid with the Panthers um, with his time there. He's a former CFL um, MVP, or if not MVP, definitely CFL star. Um, Played there, or that's a Canadian Football League star. Played there, got signed by the Panthers. Did his time, did his own dues there, and now he's going to play, be a backup for the Chicago Bears, so... I mean, even if Justin feels like get injured or get hurt for a little bit, I mean that's still a great backup to have. Yeah, man, the Bears, the Bears overall look pretty good, man. They look they they got some like solid key players that could, they could add to their team. Oh man, they signed Robert Toyan too. Yeah, they definitely need that. They because Robert Toyan, that's that man has been terrorizing the Bears for. For the past couple of years, him and Aaron Rodgers, this the red zone in the red zone is just unstoppable. That duo was just unstoppable. So they signed him. They were like, "Oh yeah, okay, this is la- this is the last time he's gonna be messing us up in a Green Bay Packers jersey. He's coming here. He's coming to the rack for sure, definitely." But um, I-, I like it, man. The Bears overall got some key players that they needed. Got a wide receiver, definitely a number one wide receiver. So Justin Fields can at least have a target down the field if he gets, um, if he gets rushed, which he is, because the offensive line is still it's still decently it's oh, it's fair right now. It's gotten better. It's fair because um, they also drafted some offensive linemen. Let me see real quick. They also drafted some offensive linemen. Yeah, so um, they all drafted some offensive linemen um, um, with Tennessee guard Darnell Wright. Um, Tennessee, I, Tennessee overall played great. They had a great um, what like resurgence of a year, and I don't really know too much about Darnell Wright to be honest, but definitely if he's projected was projected to go on tenth overall. Or projected to go high. The Bears definitely needed offensive line help, so they signed him. 
Uh, let's see who else did they drafted. Drafted a defensive lineman, um, Gervon Dexter. Some other names that I – oh, they drafted Noah Sewell too. Definitely, yeah. Um, that's Sewell's um, – the other Sewell, he plays for the Lions, but this Sewell, he came from um, Oregon. Yeah, he came from Oregon. Um Projected, he was projected to go like higher, like really, really high when he first came in the college. But I mean, that's straight. I mean, if you fail to the Chicago Bears, that's still a great pickup. Um, fast, explosive linebacker, and um, just great to add on to Chicago. Like the Chicago Bears always find defensive studs, like, and they always end up becoming like Hall of Fame like players. Always end up becoming either Hall of Fame players or like superstars in the league. It's just. Now they just need to f focus on their offense, definitely. Focus on their offense. Um, find, a, find a scheme for Justin Fields where he's not scrambling around, um, getting pressured and getting, um, what's it called? Yeah, getting pressured every single play. So, and it's, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be good because like I said, they have their number one receiver now. They have better offensive help. Um, I know they traded a lot of players on defense, like I said, or with Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith. And and people like him, but they have Brisker, Brisker the um free safe or the safety. He's a great player, like very underrated. Like I really feel like he's gonna have a breakout season this year. He's gonna break out, and become one of the top um DBs in the NFL for sure, definitely. But, um, Bears always find always have that solid rock on defense. Now it's just time for their offense to just find a way. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Predict the Bears at least win, at least win like nine to eight games. For sure, win more than three games, definitely. But um, I at least I feel like they could at least win eight to nine games. Finish at least like second or third in the division, behind the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, they could finish the Vikings, Green Bay, Green Bay. I mean, I don't think Green Bay is gonna do that good um, without with Aaron Rodgers leaving. Yeah, they could finish second, second behind the Vikings. With eight or nine wins, yeah, it might not sneak them into the playoffs, but definitely a better season than the year, um, year before. Definitely, um, shout out to them Bears, man. Um, the Bears, definitely. Um, let they're gonna do good this season. Um, Justin Fields gonna have a great season. Justin Fields, I can't wait. The hate that he gets for no reason is ter is very annoying. So let him. He's gonna have a great season to prove everybody wrong. And yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, I kept it pretty short. Like, um, yeah, I kept it pretty short. Talked about the Bears and stuff like that. How they're gonna have a great season and stuff like that. Um, try to follow me on Instagram at DIMT Podcast. Follow me on TikTok at DIMT Podcast as well. And um, just keep listening. I'll keep trying to put out content every week for y'all. Um, thank you for listening and peace.